Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers podcast, where each episode we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe, even if it means going in the ocean, because that's what we're doing this week. We're just, we're diving in, literally, because um, (laughs) we're just sick of it all. We've had enough. So thanks, folks. (laughs) We're jumping (laughs) off the edge. Uh, no, but um, <laughs> we uh, we are going to uh, just, well, I'm not because I don't know anything about it, so I'm just going to listen. <laughs> so you're welcome, people. So um, we are going to talk about uh, cruise stuff again because everybody loves cruises and nobody's been able to go on them. So what better way to make ourselves happy than talk about them? Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, Melanie and Milford, our cruise extraordinaires, are... Uh, you know, it's been so long since they've been on a cruise that I, they, they've been knocked down. What, what, what is long. this? I was just on what one in the February. They've, they've been knocked, they've been knocked down a peg in their, uh, <laughs> on their, their castaway Watch club things. Mouth. Are you demoting them? Oh my God. I'm not demoting them. <laughs> Disney's harsh. demoting them. Melanie That's got so it. M- Melanie's now Look. on, on the Riviera. You know, she's, she's Miss DVC now. And, uh, I'm, right. I'm fancy. She's fancy. So the cruise line was like, ah, oh, she want to play like that. Give me that castaway club. I'm going back down to bronze <laughs> or whatever the first one is. I don't even know. <laughs> Tin. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. I'll, well, there, there's so little we actually know. So we can start, I guess, with what we know, and then we can go into the uh, massive speculation because. That's all we can do at this point. Mm-hmm. We know that the Wonder has been sailing around the Bahamas lately. She was a castaway key today. Yeah. And today we're recording this on November 30th, 2020. So mm-hmm. the Wonder is in castaway. The Fantasy is somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic on her way back to Port Canaveral. And the Dream just began her journey from France to Port Canaveral and the magic's still kind of hanging out in the English channel with no course <laughs> plotted as of yet in this direction. So three of the four are either already over here or headed back from their long wet dry dock time over in France, presumably being retrofitted and, whatever they were doing to prepare for cruising again. Um, yeah, there, there hasn't really so, been any uh, good information about what they were having done to them while they were over there either. No, it's <laughs> been very quiet. I mean, you can't, like, it's, it's been hush-hush. <laughs> so nobody knows what's been going on. Um, Disney has canceled all sailings through the month of January hmm. so far. Right. But if you look at the newest release discounts, there's nothing new until March. So, yeah, I think February is done for. We've we've already moved our cruise from yeah. um, Super Bowl weekend to next to 2022. So we had a late February. Or it's still technically on the books. It's paid in full for late February on the Magic, and you can check when you try to check in. You can't do official onboard check in. What they're doing right now. Is see we're since we're gold castaway club members, we can book our port adventures if we're paid in full. We could, you know, reserve mm-hmm. brunch at Palo, but you cannot right now do online check in, which is where you put in your passport information 
and when you select your port arrival time. You can't do that for our cruise, which kind of makes me think my cruise ain't happening. <laughs> no. Which we pretty much think it's not happening. Can you pre so. can you pre-order are you at a level where you can pre-order a souffle from Paolo and they'll send it to you anyway? <laughs> right. Look, I don't think DoorDash can do that yet. They don't have ship ShipDash? They don't have ship Dash. <laughs> so we know that that's not happening. Um the only other thing I think we know is what is that the CDC and this is where I'm a little confused, Milford. Maybe you know better than I do. The CDC yeah, I'm just, right now. I'm has, just going to pull it up. Yeah, the recommendation was for cruises longer than seven nights to not occur at all. No cruises longer than seven nights until October of 2021. Is am I remembering that correctly? I think a, that's yeah, what I saw today just, too. A little bit of the, but that. So cruises that are up to like a seven night cruise, all your seven night cruises should still be fine. It's just your eight, nine, ten, and longer cruises. So transatlantics, Panama Canals, no, a lot. Most of the Alaskans are seven nights, almost all of them. Hmm. So seven yeah, for night Disney, cruises but are yeah. not everybody else. Everybody, not everybody else, else is and nine to fourteen two nights. Or, yeah, two or three <laughs> per season of Disney's are usually nine nights. Some are five, some are nine, but most, by and large, are seven-night cruises. Um, to the seven-night Disney cruises seem to be protected, but that's all dependent upon Canada because they depart out of Vancouver. Oh, and Canada. Canada has been <laughs> sorry. Canada has been far more conservative and strict with its restrictions than even the U.S. So, who knows what's going to happen to the Canadian season on yeah. the East Coast or the Alaskan season on the West Coast? Those are right now. I'm guessing vaccine dependent, and that's a whole nother thing. That I mean, that's speculation on speculation, but that that goes beyond cruising. Um, well, one of the big things was before anybody can go back to cruising. The entire ship has to be clean for 28 days. Wow. No yeah. cases. Nobody's sick. So pretty that much I'm crew members guessing can't be getting... they're going to bring all their crew members back and they're going to quarantine them for 28 days and say, hey, we've had no new sicknesses. And, right. Yeah. Right. And wow. they're going to probably do a thing where they don't get off the ship wherever they go. Um, yeah, they just I, stay I on board. I would say they're going to have a whole new list of restrictions when they're in port for mm. crew members yeah i would think so <clears throat> holy moly and again this is all speculation because we don't right. know all that this for sure but yeah yeah uh huh interesting so we do know that pretty much mathematically speaking it takes about 30 percent of guest capacity for Disney to turn a profit on any given cruise. So they have to begin sailing at, I'm sure, some reduced capacity. Where do you think that'll be? Do you think they'll start at 50, 60%? Or? Uh, Everything everything they're telling, you know, everything I'm hearing, at least from Virgin Voyages, is the ships will be controlled at 50%. Um, I'm on that, I'm supposed to be on that boat in May. Mm-hmm. Um, and that boat's been sailing for <laughs> nine months now and hasn't yeah. seen its first guest. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know. I, I, I hate that, to say it, but it's, it's speculation, just kind of uncharted yeah. water. <laughs> Literally. It, it, no it pun really intended. <laughs> So, um, what do you think? Do you think there's going to be changes in dining rotations to allow for fewer guests? Well, I think if you're dining rooms, if you're restricting the boats to 50%, I mean, that automatically means the dining rooms are going to be at 50% capacity. So there'll be lots of space to spread out. I would think so. Um, Do you think to encourage distancing, even once we get beyond 2021 into 2022 and we're hopefully either vaccinated or have herd immunity or whatever 
and capacity is back up, do you think they're going to try to pack everybody back in those dining rooms or still try to space people out a little bit? I think people will be too nervous to do it. Yeah, I agree. To be honest. I agree. Unless they're vaccinated. I mean, right. Right. But I think people. I don't really care. Right. I mean, my, my, I think cruisers are a different group, man. They're just like, get, you know, give me a shot. Get me on that boat. Well, it's like me at work. (laughs) Give me a shot. So I don't have to wear this stinking mask and safety glasses. Yeah. 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 For real. Just want the ocean and (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I, I think to the to the point of the capacity thing or what Melanie what you're asking, I think people are going to get used to and I know m- for me personally, uh, and I can only I've only been on one cruise, but I can speak like from the parks part of it, and I mean I'll experience that in April wherever this is in April I don't know, but um. I look forward to the days of when it wasn't wall-to-wall people and they weren't trying to get to capacity. And I get why. It's a business. The more people, the more money comes in. But for a more pleasurable experience, even on the ship, and even, you know, on the cruise we were on, we were on the the Wonder. I always get them confused. Mm -hmm. Way back in 2002. (laughs) Uh and, you know, I, I don't know the capacity of that ship. I know it's one of the smaller ones now compared to everything they've been building. And I never felt like, you know, the dining hall was never all the way full every night. Maybe the first night for people to get their bearings and see what's going on, first-time people. But other after that, I felt like every table wasn't packed every every night in the rotation in any of the given place. You know, people were doing this, doing that, or doing their own thing, you know. The dining I, rooms get pretty full now. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of the place to be. Okay. I think I think where I was going with this is I think people are going to get yeah. used to the room and not being on top of each other and probably right. like and probably like that a lot better. I I'm sure none of the business owners are going to like that being Disney, you know, any cruise line, any you know, enter any it's gonna, theme park I name into think it. It's going to impact first off staffing each yes. because right now you have first dinner and second dinner and that's it there it's not royal so there's no any time dining where people just kind of come and go everybody arrives at the same time and then everybody kind of filters out within a given time frame and then the next group all comes in at the same time so disney <clears throat> really has it regulated right now with the comings and goings of the guests in all the dining rooms so i don't know if an any time situation would help manage flow a little bit better for right. some of the guests um that way you have some tables that are turning over kind of more restaurant style i don't know I, it, it's going to be interesting to see if they keep with this two seating dining format going forward or do they go to three but then right. you have to think about right now disney with their dining it it's kind of a, an opposite an opposite seating thing going on where if you have first dining, then you go to the second show. If you have second dining, then you go to the first show. So there's always an opposites in place so that you don't miss one of the really nice dining rooms and you don't miss any of the shows. If shows are your thing. So, right. If you potentially have a middle dining, then you could be missing shows. So I don't know how they're going to work the schedule. So there's going to be some scheduling different that are going to have to come into play. So they're going to have to be thinking outside yeah, of the box. Yeah, if they add too. a middle dining, I don't want to be late dining. <laughs> no. It's going to be shows? like 9, 30, 10 o'clock oh, at night. Oh, yeah. First dining would have to bump up to 5 or 5.15 instead of 5.45. Yeah. They'd have to have yeah, the, er- I mean, the early They'd have bird. to go earlier. Yeah. And they'd Can have they to hustle shows? to get people in and out of there. They well, that would be interesting with the shows because their contract with the performers are two performances a night so that'll get interesting because that's a union thing it's a union thing but if there's union people want to work those contracts are gonna have to change matinees may become a thing yeah well i was just thinking because in the parks they're not at least in the plan i saw for disneyland was no shows because they didn't want people sitting in like a theater i don't know if that's oh well Florida. No, Disney World has no shows. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, none right now. The people from the Lion King. I oh, everything. Working with the All unions them, to yeah. get them back. I think Josh yeah. Tamara said something about trying to, in some limited capacity, get some of them back. 
at least for trial runs. Yeah. They laid I off Yeehaw so. Bob. Yeehaw Bob. They laid off Yeehaw what? Bob. Yeah, he's but doing he's shows he's from been his doing shows from his living room. He has his, his oh, Facebook Live. Time. Yeah, yeah, and it's awesome. The hoopty do, really you know, hoopty do, and we talked about this you know a couple of weeks ago. When, yeah, I mean a lot of the honestly the only things they left I think was the Frozen sing along, and uh, that's it. The Beauty and the Beast one maybe. Uh, the Frozen sing along. No, Beauty and the Beast is gone. No, not the sing-along. What was... Yeah, I thought that was still going. Yeah, the sing-along. I think that one is still going. At studios. I think that was the only thing they left. Yeah, but it wasn't running when I was there uh, in September. Oh, maybe not, but maybe well, it started again. There, There is a bunch that are due, according to some places you look, that are due to start up again after the first of the year. I think like Enchanted Tales with Belle <laughs> and some of those yeah. type things maybe some other low capacity shows that are easier controlled live with live actors and yeah. actresses. The folks at Indiana Jones got laid off too. Yep. The Indiana yeah. Jones. Uh, yeah. I saw that. I do. Is there any overlap on... with performers in the parks and on the cruise line or are they totally separate? They're pretty I think much, they're totally pretty much they're separate. separate. Okay. Most of those performers are from like Toronto. I mean, they're from all over the world, but they all end up in Toronto for their training and, rehearsals mm-hmm. and and then they okay. go on a certain amount of contract for the cruise line so oh, okay so no they're not crossovers with the park not typically so that's not that saying that people in the park think... have an audition yeah so. right right do you think that they'll be like assigned seating or cast members controlling where people sit i i Maybe definitely like think that'll be the case in the theater i would think so yeah i think so too that yeah. you'll have to have a ticket, you know, maybe you go through the app and kind of like going to Fandango. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Reserve your seat. You just yeah. go onto the Disney Nav app and you reserve your seats. And and honestly, that could be some of the stuff they're working on right now. I mm. hope so. I think that would be nice because then you can kind of, you know, at least <clears throat> control your seating and you know that you don't have to show up early because these are your seats. I hope they refit the ship to use magic bands on the doors. <laughs> that would be great, especially where you can already touch tap to get in. It doesn't make any sense right. that you don't have magic bands. Right. Yep. I love oh, those absolutely. magic bands. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so I just looked so up jealous. the CDC thing. And mm-hmm. under phase one of CDC's new guidelines, cruise companies must test all crew members on a weekly basis. Companies okay. will also be required to run test voyages. To ensure safety protocols effectively mitigate the risk of COVID-19 outbreak at sea. The protocols must be approved beforehand by the CDC. The simulated voyages will use volunteer passengers. How do I sign up? Yeah, Uh, really. Royal Caribbean (laughs) has a website, and you can go sign up on Royal Caribbean. Do they really? They they do. um, What I heard is, obviously, there will be testing... I don't know if there's geographical constraints, as in, or geographical, is that a word? Yes. Geographical. I don't know if they don't want you flying in, if they want people from certain zip codes. Um, you also have to, I think, be declared free of pre existing conditions or sign a waiver. So, you know, whatever your high risk groups are, your COPDs, your type 2 diabetics, <clears throat> things like yeah. that, they, they really right. are going to try to limit that exposure at least for the test cruise phases. Um, mm. But Royal Caribbean does have a website. You sign up to be a volunteer. There was a, or there was a Facebook page and I joined it just for fun, just to see that they said that they were going to, this is where they were going to put out information about these test cruises. So I joined it so that I could get information about these test cruises just to see what they were saying. Well, the inmates began rounding the asylum because oh, the page oh, was comic gold. Oh, boy. The, the comedians were just, like, out. So oh, if you I want to go imagine. over to that site, go find it. Um, <laughs> you're welcome to. I had wow. to leave it. Well, and I don't expect any of these much. volunteer cruises are going to be for free. I don't think that they can charge for the volunteer ones. I don't know that that was... Um, Specified. It doesn't say anything in the CDC thing about it, but mm, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, it's... when Disney tested the parks, they tested with cast members, so I have a feeling they're yeah. going to test with cruise crew members, maybe who are still furloughed or crew members who are going to potentially come back at a later date. Um, but I, or with cast members, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Right? Their own, 
I mean, if they're testing out of Port Canaveral, they have their entire Orlando-based employee network to get on those cruise ships. Um, I can't imagine that they would test with the general public. Exactly. You know, I I can't imagine they would test with, you know, me or you or our family. Royal Caribbean's test also, important to know, are 18 plus only, so no children. Okay. Well, that makes sense. August must be adults. And like I said, it was, I think it was that you would have a doctor's waiver or, you know, saying that you don't have any pre-existing conditions. Yeah. And yeah, what yeah. the pre-existing conditions that are disqualifying were, I, I don't know. I don't have the list. Um, I'm just speculating based on what the CDC says are high risk pre-existing conditions. Yeah. Yeah. So. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean. <laughs> and they're not pleasure cruises you're probably going to be running drills you're probably going to yeah right 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 you're not going to get shows your time at the pool is probably limited if they even fill the pools i mean right (laughs) you're going to get a cruise yeah there's going to be there's going to be restrictions yeah there'll probably be quarantine drills where you're stuck in your room for periods of time yeah well, um, the CDC is very clear that the they have to do these volunteer passenger simulated voyages because they have to do that in order to get approved to go back to normal cruise operations. Probably have ah. observers. CDC observers will probably yep. be on these cruises. I, I imagine yeah. CDC observers Not are, to mention are going to be on cruises Clea. for a while. Yeah. So. Hmm. Clea's taking a very big interest in making these, making sure these guys are doing what they're doing and, and getting they back their to money. Yeah. Because Clea's not making any money right now either. Right. <laughs> well, except of all of us that are renewing our membership cards. <laughs> um, I can, I mean, my speculation, I mean, you're, there's going to have to be pre-tests, you know, pre-cruise testing. Well, Virgin's um, already said they're going to do that. We get a 15 minute test before we get on the boat. Once vaccines become readily available, do you think they'll have vaccines replacing testing protocol, or do you think they'll be in addition to? I think you're going to have to have both because I every indication is, is that we won't have enough vaccine to vaccinate everybody until next fall. Right. I've heard varying dates, but yeah, I mean, I think everybody will get there by then. I mean, um, we have what do we have? Half a billion people in the United States, roughly. Getting there. No, I, probably um, yeah, i don't know 40 million a month divide that by two because you have to have two doses of this thing so that's 10 would, that's 10 to 12 months and that's if everybody so costs, decides to get it because there's going to be people that don't want it oh yeah well and i think you're going to get to the point where they're going to say you haven't had the vaccine sorry you can't travel and then yes yeah. it's a there, very there's gonna be vaccine slope. Cards. that's that's yeah. a slippery slope what's going to happen yeah yeah. But, I mean, you know, <clears throat> cruising I think is what optional. They'll be do- I think what they'll cruising have to do for optional. a while is, yeah. is they're going to have to have, okay, have you had a vaccination? Nope. Okay. When was your last COVID test? Okay. Here's a swab. We're going to test you right now. Right. I have the results in 15 minutes. If you test I negative, would love... you get to go on the cruise. If not, you're going, you're packing back on. Yeah. Right, right, right. I would like for the, not in addition to the pre-cruising test, requirements i would love for you know right in that area where you pick up your luggage for there to be a tent for walkthrough testing again on your way out yeah because a lot of people are going back to places where they have 14 day quarantine rules if you don't have a negative test or employers could have potential um restrictions if you travel somewhere and you don't have a negative test even if it's not a state thing it's an employer thing employer thing right and it's just a good peace of mind thing i mean what is the test i mean wow. if you have no symptoms most <laughs> tests cost between 75 and 200 dollars. well i think honestly by Pack the time it onto we get my back cruise to cruising yeah. i think by the time we get back to cruising you're going to have these little portable tests that you're going to be able to do yourself that would be great probably you, you know, swab your nose put it put it in, put it in a vial my state room with color. my luggage tags on the last night yep just distribute it out, and that way, add when I walk off the cruise, cruise, I can have my negative result. And just yeah. add on as a <laughs> Hopefully negative. Hopefully negative, yeah. No, that works. Exactly. I, mean... I would like post-cruise testing protocol, because that just, it, it's peace of mind when, you know, especially for people going to, like, Hawaii, because my, next, my summer cruise plans, late summer cruise plans, were to 
travel, sail to Alaska, and then go straight from Vancouver to Alani. Well, Hawaii has some of the strictest testing oh, protocols yeah. around, and that's in Canada where I don't have easy access to testing because I'm American. Right. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's it would be nice if at, say, the port of Vancouver, when I get off the ship, I have a test that's accepted by Hawaii. I could go straight to the airport, get on my flight, and go enjoy Alani, but right now I don't know how we're going to be able to make that work if yeah, we're going right. to. You'd have to I'm fly back to Vancouver or back to Seattle or something, and which is so and then silly. fly from there. And then, yeah, that's and a hope ridiculous. I have a test that be, that a rapid test that gets my results in before the last leg of my flight actually yeah. takes off because you have to in their safe traveler program you have to have that negative result prior to boarding your final flight. Right. So, that's a lot Well, of within stress. 72 hours of, right? No, 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 not anymore. As of last Tuesday, you have they changed it. You have got to have a negative test prior to boarding. There will be no or when no, no, you no, get no. there, I mean, you have to quarantine. It can't be older than 72 hours prior right. to your boarding. Yes. There's and some northeastern states doing the same thing. CBS has kind of withdrawn themselves from the program. Because they can't guarantee that 72-hour turnaround anymore because they got backlogged. Oh, wow. So they're sa- they, if you go to their site, they're saying, if you're traveling to Hawaii, we cannot guarantee results within the 72-hour window. Well, you know no what? Kidding. When I went and took my test Friday, they told me it'd be three to five business days. Uh-huh. Huh. I took the test on Friday. I got the results at 9 o'clock this morning. Wow. Wow. Whoa. That's great. That's fantastic. That's less than 24-hour turnaround time. If you take the weekend, Walgreens, right, yeah, right. Walgreens Rapid, people are getting the results within an hour. This isn't a. This portals. wasn't a rapid. Yeah. This, this was this the was one that they tell you was three to five days. The full. There yeah. was the full test. Mm-hmm. Right. The the antibody. Poke the hell in your brain. Call it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, you don't poke your brain anymore. No, it's oh, just that's right. a, you said that. just just the back of your eyeballs. You go. You, you basically go up to here on your nose. That's uh, close enough. Almost your eyeball, but that's it. I mean, the other one was going way back, back beyond that. That's ridiculous. Why do you have to go that far? Well, you got to get <laughs> mucus, and if you don't have any, you got to go back into the mucus. You got to go back where the mucus. Is. How about just have everybody blow their nose and just take the tissue? Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you were in charge, RJ, the world would be a much more efficient place. I well, I don't know how efficient it would be. It would be simpler <laughs> for my simple brain, but. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how nice everybody how everybody would respond to it. <laughs> That's crazy. And so one positive change I hope is that they don't let kids serve or even people serve themselves at the buffet. Oh, I would imagine oh, that's I, a I, done I, deal. That's, that's got to be a done deal. Do that. I mean, honestly. And I wonder if that's not what part of what they were reworking while they were in mm-hmm. France. Figuring out a way to. I mean, they're already that way. You know, the the tomatoes place up there next to the or behind the cafe. You know, they're already in the mode where they take the plate, they get your food, and they hand it to you. So. Well, I think um, when Beer Garden opens back up, that's changing over to family style. And what was the other buffet that's doing? It's already family style. Yeah. Right, but so, so it's not going to be a buffet. You're not going to be able to go yeah, up and no, serve yourself. It's not even They're going to buffet at all. It's, it's uh, just Crystal Palace opened up. Crystal Palace, right? Crystal Palace, yes. Opens this week. Crystal so, Palace, yeah, and that'll be family style. So is it is style. it going to be still? Um, how do they word it? All you care to eat. Well, but, everything on the cruise just is like Liberty Tree Tavern. I mean, no, no, but I'm saying the the uh, the restaurants at the parks. So like at the parks. Um, from what I understand, yes, it's just you have to ask your server to bring you another. To bring it, yeah, you know whatever. what? I'm okay yeah. with that. I feel like you I get. Too. I feel like, and I don't mind going to a buffet that, or going and getting it myself. But I feel like if they're bringing you portions, it's probably a lot less waste. Yeah, because probably whatever you ask for, you know, let me have some of the schnitzel. Let me have this this sausage, this pork. You know, whatever. I'm just I'm using beer garden as an example. They're gonna load up whatever a couple of scoops of each or a small uh, mm-hmm. you know serving of each. Bring you your plate. 
you finish your plate, you want more of this, oh, let me have more of that. You know what I mean? Instead of just going up there and filling the whole plate with one type of food and yeah. then piling and it with for the dessert, next. just bring me a whole tray I of think, apples. True. Right. You know what I mean? I, it's, it's, it's probably a smarter deal. It's definitely a more uh, cleaner way of doing think, it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what Chef Mickey's is doing. And if yeah. you've that ever pl- been into Chef Mickey's, you know how messy that place is. That place is, is oh a gosh, disgusting mess. Gross. I have no it's a reason. Petri dish. It is a petri dish. I have no reason to step foot in that restaurant anymore. At Where all. is that? It sounds like it a was, nightmare. It's in the contemporary. <laughs> it's in the contemporary. It's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I have no yeah, reason to step a, foot in that restaurant big ever again. breakfast at the contemporary. It's horrible. Well, it's the, horrible. It's not even good food. No. And the, Character interactions have declined. Big time. They used to be great. They used to. Used to be, be well, fantastic. it was the. That's why it's still so busy. It was that was the place because you got you, you got the Fab five. five, and that was the yeah. only spot you get them all. Right. Uh, no, I'm I, just going to be very sad think, if they don't find a way to still have the trails in Buffeteria. Yes, <laughs> that is my that's my wife and I's new favorite place to go eat because it's basically the hoop de do food. It is yeah. pretty much, right. and you can get, barbecue. I don't, but, but yeah, and you I, can, I tend to avoid cabanas anyway, so I'm I'm kind of okay if they switch to some kind of. Well, yeah, but you still have the one downstairs too, in the restaurant on the second deck. Yeah, but it's, it's more of a hybrid. Buffet certain days of the week. I think that that would be a natural choice to go family style because it's a hybrid. You go up and you serve yourself the food, but the, you have. An assigned seat, so it's not like you're finding your own table. Right. They seat you, they bring you your beverage and your bread service. So they take your order. Do you want, you know, juice? Do you want coffee? Whatever you want, and they yeah. bring that to you, and they bring you your refills, which I find a much better way to start my morning anyway. Um, but you can right. just go serve yourself the food, and it, I, I like that. But I have a, that would probably be a, a natural choice for a family style breakfast. Yeah. Quite also honestly. the um. The big lounge in each each ship has one of those really big lounges that has lots of tables. That would be a great place for some kind of a reduced menu dinner kind of situation where you have a smaller menu. And well, they already do that in cabanas. They do that in cabanas, but if they're trying to spread people out even more, yeah. that large lounge it would be a great place if to have if you have parties of four or smaller. They wouldn't even have to do much with this with the tables. No, you know, definitely not. So if you have small parties that they can go over there and maybe just have a smaller menu to choose from and they could have meal dinners and lunches over there as well, just as a way to spread people yeah, out because be those spaces are not menu. utilized. It'd have to be a during... much smaller menu because they don't have access to a kitchen. Well, they'd have to figure some I mean, I'm they're going to be thinking outside of the box and ways to spread people out and oh, those definitely. spaces are not utilized throughout the day and when those are like big places Except people can be yeah well you know <laughs> we go all over <laughs> well, yeah. well. <laughs> well you know but, so hey you gotta have I, your sales I, preview on the disney cruise you know <laughs> your, oppi- time, your opportunity to add to on resist. points it's so hard to resist you know between sailing to Alaska and going to Alani, I really had no plans of leaving the year 2021 without more points, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> we were, I mean, we've been looking at some contracts on the resale market too. Yeah. You know, 100, 150 point contracts are yeah. just really calling to us. I mean, but I'm right now we're just not there yet. Just to get rid of some points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, pick me. Pick me. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I know. We could have a Diz Explorers trip out there. Just a Diz, a, a Diz uh, Explorers exploration. <laughs> also, you know, in, in some other spaces like Satellite Falls, which if you don't know, that's like one of the adults only sun decks. And places like that are going to have to be opened up to families just to spread them out. Because those pool decks, even at 50% capacity, those pool decks can get pretty crowded because they're not that big. No, they're not that big. I'll tell you what. The kids and I were on that cruise in February, and there wasn't an empty chair in that adult area up there at Satellite Falls. There wasn't an empty chair on deck 12. I've been there in July, and there have been like just vast empty spaces. Oh, no. There were a ton of people up there in those adult areas. 
Maybe it was just the time of year. I don't know. And I was shocked because be. it was February. You wouldn't think there'd be a whole lot of people. Wouldn't. But is there a time warm. when I'm the only I person? Mean, it was up hot. There. Right. Hmm. Yeah. But some of I, I just I mean, they're going to have to come up with some creative ways that we're not used to. I mean, we're used to things, especially Disney cruisers. We're used to things being a very certain way. All of the ships sort of look familiar. So if you know your way around one ship, you're going to pretty much be okay finding your way around the other three. Oh, definitely. We're used, I mean, dining works the same on all, all three ships. The shows yep. work the same. I mean, on all four yep. ships, the shows work the same on all four ships. We're used to things being a certain way. And we like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. That predictability, it's... that level of service, we like that. Yeah. And one thing that's going to have to change. For changes. Is, <laughs> one thing that's going to change is debarkation. Oh you know, yeah, they're, they're going to have to back to back to back to back to back, getting off the boat. Which means they're have that Bon Voyage breakfast is that yeah. real soon breakfast is going to be different. Um, I would say they're going to have to have three or four phases of that. And mm-hmm. if you were early dining and your room is this, you know, I don't know, right? Ends <laughs> two numbers, right? <laughs> Odd numbered and even numbers. Hmm. If you're early dining and your last name is between A and H. Exactly. (laughs) They're going to have to do something like that so that they can spread it out. Because it does become a cluster. (laughs) Right. Well, the thing is, is they have they cleared customs at 530. Well, they don't have to have cleared customs. Not Not to serve breakfast, but to get people actually off the ship. They have to. They're usually typically cleared customs by 630. Yeah, because I've done the express get off the boat thing, and I've been off as early as six fifteen. Nice. Wow. So. Nice. And nice. honestly, they don't have much to clear. I mean, it, right? It's a Disney ship. So it's everything's cruise, right? So everything's because um, I don't remember from our thing when when people are leaving when it's uh, you know time to get off. The ship right. is technically shut down, right? There's nothing to do. Like you have, like you can't just wander just around. Yeah, you can eat and you can go to shutters. And you can go I to mean, the Cove Cafe because okay. I mean, you can walk around on, in certain areas, but there's nothing to actually. Do. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Like they don't restrict yeah. you. Like if you there's were no later, like I'd. Well, I don't care about that. I'd rather just be the last guy off the shift or in the last. You know what I mean? And just hang out there and just wait. But I guess that's it depends me. on what you're plans are after you leave i mean yeah i mean if you just want to go home i guess i mean all your stuff is packed up right i mean you have to be out of your room usually by 8 a.m yeah i remember that there's nothing left right right (laughs) they make it so you want it you're ready to get off the ship no i know you all they got to do they got to do what they got to do too but i was just wondering and i guess my last bit of speculation or questioning is and it's the biggest thing for most families is what are they going to do with those kids clubs to limit yeah. capacity and make sure that everybody has access. That's well, I think it goes off. back to controlling the cruises to 50%. Yeah. Yeah. And but even still, once, even a, reservations, it, time I've made, to I've say, tried to make, I've tried to make reservations before and had my sister-in-law and the kids back in the day. Mm-hmm. And if kids club was full, you didn't book a room. I can yeah. book the room without the kids. Right. right. Book it's kids. like lifeboat capacity. Book it with the kids. Yeah. If they have too many kids between 3 and 12, then. Yeah, right. No more well, 3 to 12-year-olds. What they'll probably right. do oh. is they'll split it into shifts. Like, you can't leave them there for more than two or three hours or three or four hours. They're going to have to close oh, down the sanitize. I'm unglued over that. Well, I'm sure they will, well, but they it's either that or you don't go on the cruise. Yeah. I, I mean, it is what it is. We're going to have to be used to some changes. We're used to unlimited access to the kids clubs from the time they open to the time that they close, regardless of the age. I mean, I've got older teenagers. I think, I think they're, they were already pretty much doing all that sanitization stuff. I would imagine. I know they they already were. They're going to have to go up a notch. I'm sure they, especially with Disney, because there are separate rooms where they can close off, you know, the Tinkerbell room. They can close off Andy's bedroom. They can close off certain areas for sanitation for sanitizing and not close the entire club, but they're going to have to. Yeah. There's going to be changes. I'm just 
curious to see what the changes are going to be. Right. Um, and I'm guessing that anybody who wants to get on the cruise ship is not going to complain about the changes as long as a, they have some access to the kids. You club would hope not. And the boats are sailing. Right. But you know, people are crazy sometimes <laughs> and oh. we're used to Disney's really open door policy for those kids clubs when they're open other than open houses. But when they're open for secured programming, you know, my kids were there. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, bye, mom. <laughs> <laughs> right. So right. we'll see. I, I'm kind yeah. of curious to see how it goes. And, you know, even in the in vibe where there's not the rooms where they can close off, they may just have to have it closed for certain times so that they can clean the spaces. I don't know. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm kind of curious about, you know, as a well, mom, I'm kind of curious to see what their new there. protocol is. Half those kids never hang out in there anyway. They're all over the ship. I <laughs> <laughs> know oh, my kids really enjoyed Vibe. Yeah, yeah. On the bigger on the Dream and the Fantasy, Vibe is very well designed. Now, Vibe's the, the one at the front of the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Edge is the one it in is. the funnel. Um, not the Edge is. It's kind of under the funnel. You can look out over the pool deck. Yeah. Um. It, it's, it's not really it's in, in the, the funnel, funnel proper. The fake when funnel. The, um, <laughs> it's under the well, sea. On the smaller ships, Vibe is in the funnel. And, right. And um, Edge is where the arcades used to be. Right. But that's on the small, on the classic ships. So oh. that's a little different. They have a classic designation now. They are the classics. They are the dream they... and the fantasy are the newer ones. And the magic right. and the wonder are the classics. That's how they talk about the Triton. Well, the uh, the Triton class, yeah. The magic and the the magic and the wonder are coming up. They're they're twenty years old, right? At least, close to it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's not end of life for a ship by any means, though. It's what? No, that's not end of life for a ship by any means. Oh no, I know that. I was just saying. Was when the magic first sailed. Okay, so that was I mean, heck, the big red boat's still out there floating somewhere with some company. Oh my gosh, bless its heart. For real. (laughs) How old is that thing? I I sailed on it in 87. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. When it was... uh... When it was all the rage? Yeah. (laughs) The big red boat. That's funny. (laughs) Good times, man. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, that's funny. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's all I've got. I mean, the going to be a lot of waiting and seeing. My last bit of. Yeah. I yeah. also wonder if you're going to be able to decline housekeeping, or if they have to, or if they're going to be required to go in and clean down surfaces every day. I think they're still going to be required to do that. I don't think you're going to be able to tell them that you don't want them in there because they're going to have to come in and clean. Yeah. Clean those bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, Dorney. I mean, you weren't able to. You pretty much weren't able to do that before. I mean, if you left your sign on the door too long, you got a phone call from the hotel manager. Uh-huh. Oh, about clean about housekeeping. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That, more for they'd call to check up on you to make sure you're right. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. But, um, yeah. Kind I mean, of like Disney World now, where they'll do room tricks. Right. Yeah, right. except now they're not doing any of that. <laughs> I was there it's for three days. And I didn't see in. housekeeping once. Wow. Mm. And I was in a cash room. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't hmm. know. Well, I mean, like, like with everything else, all we got to do is wait and see, see what happens. I mean, at least they're they're getting some sort of direction, and like you know, the ships are coming back. Trying so to figure something out with crew members getting on board. Hopefully, some more information will start coming out, right? Um, or leaking out or something, because <laughs> hey, we can't sail anywhere. We just want some information. Yeah, I just want to know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah I'll be forward to <laughs> right now. Right. We're just like gleaning information from their, you know, they, the dream chartered a course back to the States. And we're all just like super happy about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it takes so little to make us so happy. <laughs> For real. Did that just happen this morning with the dream? It did. The dream. Yep. I was, like, I was looking yesterday and she was still docked. Yeah. No, she's on her way. She's in the um, middle of the North Atlantic right now. 
Yeah, fantasy should be important in the morning. They yeah, were muted yesterday. Yeah. So they're back in, like I said, the and Wonders. And the Wonder was heading to Castaway Key. She was at Castaway today. She was south okay. of Grand Bahama when I checked before we hopped on the call. She was under power south of Grand Bahama. And, you know, so. I guess the only other thing we didn't talk about, we didn't talk about the new island. I mean, where are they at with that? I haven't heard nothing. Um, oh, I haven't heard anything. I've heard nothing. I mean, Joe Rohde, who obviously re- we got the info about him retiring, he was to be at the helm of the Lighthouse Point project. I don't know if they're far enough where they've got all of the artist renderings where he's no longer, I hate to say, needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, He's needed. Because he is needed. <laughs> I, I think- hate to say I don't want to put it that way. That I is think not his salary right is not needed I did, anymore. <laughs> I did hear a funny thing the other day. Somebody said they should withhold half of his pension until he fixes the Yeti. <laughs> <gasps> yes. You get nothing. <laughs> That's no fizzy funny. lifting drink for you. Yeah. Um, so he was to be, Joe Brody was to be at the helm of the Lighthouse Point project. Um, I really you know, between the fact that we're not going to be seeing the wish until 2022. Um, July. I don't, yeah, the middle of 2022. She was supposed to sail in 2021. And then they yeah. announced that her first sailing wouldn't be until January, February of 2021. And now we've pushed back. I mean, 2022. Now we've pushed that one back. <laughs> Both of the other two new ships, which are still unnamed, have been pushed way the heck back. Um well, I will tell you the boat that gonna... was in the way cleared out of the uh, uh, shipbuilding the, the shipyard two days ago, so they were ready to bring the wish in to start putting it together. Good. Because apparently it's in two halves. Right. So. Hmm. Ready to be soldered together. Get the glue sticks. Um, <laughs> the glue guns <laughs> and the duct tape. Yeah. Um, like an erector set. But. So the capacity right now is not needed, obviously, because nobody's sailing. And the Wish won't be coming online until July 2022. And Lighthouse Point was to alleviate some of the pressure on Castaway Key. And potentially be another closed port, meaning Disney guests get off and they spend money with Disney. Um, (laughs) Yes. And Disney guests like like. these closed ports. Yeah, hell yeah. they're safe, they are clean, and if, you know, I, I like the mix. I like having my castaway key, and I also like native experiences at my ports of call. So I, right. I get a mix. Um, it, it really is a relaxing day at the beach when you don't have to worry about, how am I going to get back to the ship? Or <laughs> there's no uncertainties when you're at castaway right. key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're taken care of just as much, if not more, than you do when you're on, mm-hmm. on the ship. Yep. So having an additional island space that's just Disney is wonderful. Um, I, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on with that. I'm guessing it's delayed, much like Epcot and everything else. Yep. I would think so. so. They've been doing a lot of testing of fireworks. Yes. <gasps> yes, they yes, have. Yes, they have. Um, I've I heard had... that that... It, that that's just going on with the change of the projection show in the castle? Yes. It's... Yes and no. From what I have understood is that they're setting those fireworks off with the change of the show to hide mm-hmm. the fact that they're testing fireworks for a new show. Ah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I can imagine that, you know, I would hope that they at least have some kind of, hey, we're going to be showing fireworks soon because that's a loud bang noise, which isn't very good for some people. No. Um, well, and I had a buddy that worked in pyrotechnics and he got laid off like oh, 12 weeks ago. So I haven't heard from him. So hmm. I don't know if he's back to work or. They announced another 4,000 layoffs. So I don't know. Yeah. And that was right before Thanksgiving. So. I'm not, yeah, I don't know which departments yeah, those are coming no from idea. since the first 28,000 was primarily parks and travel. Right. Um, but I would imagine there's a whole lot in flux. You know, there's a lot of people there coming is. and going. Yeah. I mean, they lost over a billion dollars last year. Oh, I, mean, I know. A billion with a B. 
They did call but back. Their stock, the stock still managed they, to go up. Yeah. Got, yeah stock did. and revenue are two totally different animals. Yep. Yeah. I mean, stock price is based on fu- is future earnings. What people see Disney doing, you know, to manage the losses and manage the bleeding yep. and what they're doing with Disney Plus and how they're adapting their theatrical models to a streaming and direct-to-consumer model. That That's where the stock price is building in value. Has not too much to do with <clears throat> park yeah. experience per se. Yep. And, you know, the stocks see laying off, you know, stockholders see laying off 31, 32,000 people. That's a good as, thing. I hate saying a good thing, but from a cash management standpoint, that that is alleviating that cash strain on right. the company. Oh, sure. Um, so the stock price will go up on news like that after it has absorbed the initial shock. Mm. So it's like initially it's like, oh, my gosh, and it'll pull back and then it comes back, you know, whatever. Um, but if you bought when the initial shutdowns began happening, when the parks closed and the cruise line stopped sailing, when it was dipping down to 94, right, yeah. 92, if you bought back then, I mean, it's about 150 now. So, oh, yeah. isn't it? I think it was around 150 um, last week. I'm still sitting on stock that I bought at $13 a share. So. <laughs> well, you know, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah, we've got some from way back in the day as well. But I'm just talking about COVID-era stock prices. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if you're just looking at COVID-era stock prices, if you bought back in March. Yeah, but it wasn't so, there long. No, it didn't. It 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 dropped fast and, and has came been back slowly, up but yeah. well, it's been climbing incrementally incrementally yeah. since then. It hasn't like shot hasn't had any big days where it just spiked really high, but it, it's been growing steadily. I think seeing management deal with the openings has helped. Um, I think whatever is going to happen with California is still kind of keeping things low yeah. because that's a big uncertainty. Um, it's so not what just are the parks out there, Jessica, other than, you know, I heard they're opening California adventure up for the restaurants. Yeah. Well, the front section of it, but you're, you're yeah. totally right. That, that I think started like a week ago, maybe it's, it's a whole lot of nothing. What they, we're doing was, I guess, canceling reservations like a week at a time. Like, oh, now this week is canceled. And I don't even think they're taking them anymore. If I had right. to guess, I would guess the spring is probably when it will reopen. But I'm getting really aggravated as a lot of other people are because they're not even telling Disney what they need to do to open. Like what Disney's right. been saying from the beginning is like, we're prepared to do what Florida did or more just tell us what to do. You know, well, Apparently that wasn't good that, enough for but... the governor. No, I mean, I have. Well, how the hell can you do anything if he doesn't you, know what they want? Oh, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the 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 bottom line is it's it's a whole lot of nothing, and people like me that are annual pass holders are also kind of like, okay, so I don't think this counts as our pass, right? Because technically the park is partially open right now. So is this going to start counting against my pastime, even though? Well, it's it like shouldn't. It's three, re- three restaurants well, and four stores. It shouldn't. Well, yeah, I understood you didn't have to have a pass to get in there to go to the restaurants and the stores. That's right. They're not. They're not making you go through the turnstiles. But uh, if they do the same thing on Main Street on the other side, I'm wondering if they'll start to say like, "Well, it, enough is open that you now need a like yeah, a right, partial right. ticket." Because I could totally see Disney doing oh, that, right? Yeah. Charging you like. Oh, 50 sure. bucks or something right to get in yeah well, well they gotta oh, recoup somehow right yeah i just need it open before december that's when we're there <laughs> oh, i i hope it is because that avengers campus from what i've heard is basically ready to go so yeah, when it I opens there'll be that whole new thing to explore and that looks pretty cool i mean i still haven't been on rise of the resistance because it only opened in last winter and was open for like two months so hey don't feel bad i've tried seven times i can't get on it in florida (laughs) 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 oh i was so mad i got in line an hour earlier than i thought i needed to and i still couldn't get a stupid boarding number anyway yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah that's is that and now now? at disney world you don't even have to be in the park I thought really. Yeah, I, th- I thought yeah, you still they had open to be. The morning pass thing up at seven o'clock in the morning now. Well, there's two and stages, you don't have right? To be at the park, and then you can try again at two o'clock. Two o'clock. 
But I thought you had to be in the park for the second to try the second one. Yes, you have to be in the park for the two o'clock one. For the two o'clock one, right. All right. And you have to have a park pass for that park. For that park, yes. You can't park hop to and get it in. That has to be Yeah, because you'd have to be in by two. It has to be that your choice for the day. Yes. Okay. Right. I gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, because because plenty of people who want to try for the morning would probably go do that. But two o'clock's right. too late. If it opens at two by two o'clock and thirty seconds, they're sold out. So you couldn't okay, so you couldn't get yourself right. over right. there for two o'clock, o'clock and get in there and get it in time anyway. It'd be impossible. So yeah. Um, to go all right. So before we wrap up, to go back when you guys were talking about uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, cast members and coming back to work and everything. I know uh, a, f- a friend of mine, she was in guest relations and uh, she was at um, Epcot for a while. And then she was animal kingdom lodge, like concierge uh, for a little while too. So she got furloughed along with everybody else. She just got called back uh, about a week and a half ago. Um, and she's not back in her same position, but at least she's working. She's over in the Emporium and on main street. So a job's a job. So I was happy yeah. happy to hear yep. that she came back. And I know in one of the face group, uh, Trader Sam's groups I belong to, a lot of the skippers have gotten called back, not to Trader Sam's, but at various pool bars. So I think they're starting to call certain roles back. I, I don't know how it's you know working and how they're determining who, but I have heard of some people uh, getting back to work in some fashion, if it's not what exactly you were doing beforehand, at least it's something. So, uh, I was happy to hear that, that much of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, you know, so as with anything else with all this craziness and COVID and everything else, it's, it's day by day (laughs) and things change and every place is doing the best it's can to try to, uh, number one, get people back into either on the ship, in the parks, or whatever, just to uh, return back. And so, you know, I mean, we're not a, uh, you know, we're not a live uh, reporting source. So as we as we hear stuff, we'll share it along the way and just discuss it as we normally do anyway. But, um, uh, you know, the cruise stuff is always fun anyway, and I know people like to hear about it. And um, It is. It definitely it is. seems to be the last, one of the last major keys, at least for Disney, the cruises in Disneyland, getting them back online. So it seems like they're they're ready and doing everything they can. It just seems like, at least in Disneyland's case, they're not getting uh, they're not getting any help from where they're located. So you know. <laughs> anybody want to take bets? I want to. Anybody want to take bets as to do we sail first or can we go to Disneyland first? Oh, that's you a sail first. Good one. I'm going yes. sail sail to go with sail. sailing. I think they're pretty close to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be 75 when I get back in Jessica's going to have to move oh, back to Boston. <laughs> oh. Come back to the East Coast. We'll welcome you wholeheartedly. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm considering living back east for the summer to spend some time with my grandparents because I haven't seen them in a year and a half. So There you go. I'll be, I'll be there for a while. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Come back. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, You'll never go back. That's right. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, once I get my first, you know, black ice and the really bad winter, then I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll go back to California. But well, it depends on where you go. <laughs> you I mean, if, down to Florida. I was just going to say, if you're up here back where you were and near where I am, then yes, you're going to hate it after the first winter. But if you go down near Adrian or uh, Melanie, I don't, I don't think you'll we be too sad. We only get black ice two or three times a year. It's not bad. I can put up with that. I'm shocked that yeah. even happens that much where you are. <laughs> it does because you get more um well, you're inland more. comes down, yeah. the mm. roads will freeze overnight. So even right. if it's rain, the It'll, roads yeah. freeze and the ice freezes into the nooks and the crannies yep. on the roads and you can't see it. Yep. Um we get that more than we actually get snow. Gotcha. Bridges and tunnels well, freeze first. <laughs> that's your public, and any roads in the south that's your public safety announcement <laughs> yeah. they have cracks for the two weeks trainees in them <laughs> <laughs> all right so on that note we're gonna wrap this up we thank you for listening we uh hope you enjoyed speculating with us because uh, that's what we do 
It's all we can do sometimes. It's all we can do. Um, so, but we do thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. And we will talk to everyone next time. Follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Spectral Magic!